This is a weekend edition of Bigger Pockets Daily. I'm your host, Tyler. This is the show where we read you a real estate article every day, 365 days a year. Because you can't read the Bigger Pockets blog when you're brushing your teeth or doing the books. Okay, almost time for the show. We'll get right into it after this quick break. You're trying to close on your next rental, so why is your insurance company dragging its feet? With long lead times and never-ending paper forms, it's no wonder it takes forever to finally get a policy. Modern investors deserve better. They deserve Steadily.com. At Steadily.com, you'll get fast, affordable landlord insurance available online 24-7 in just a few clicks. You can even get next-day coverage, which takes just minutes, by the way, to obtain. And you can do it all from your phone. Steadily was founded by landlords who created insurance products tailored to the unique needs of this industry. It's their sole focus, and that's why landlords nationwide consistently rate them 4.8 out of 5 stars. So whether you've got a single-family, short-term, or multifamily portfolio, Steadily.com can secure the best coverage at the best price to protect your properties. Discover how Steadily can save you both time and money on your rental property insurance. Visit Steadily.com for a commitment-free quote tailored to your needs today. This show is sponsored by Airbnb. Did you know that a long time ago, before I ever started my real estate business, I turned one of my first primary residences into an Airbnb? And that's the extra income that I needed from Airbnb that gave me the confidence to go out and work for myself and eventually quit my nine to five job. And now I have dozens of Airbnbs all over the country. I've even partnered up with the old David Green on a recent property in Scottsdale to take our portfolio to the next level. And of course, we host it on Airbnb. But you don't need to be a full-time real estate investor to start on Airbnb. As a matter of fact, I was self-managing 10 properties while working my 9-to-5 job, so I know anybody can do it. Think about it this way. You're looking for extra income and going on a vacation. Wouldn't it be great to rent out your space and let your property pay for itself while you're gone? I did this one time. I pitched my wife and my roommate because we were house hacking on the idea of renting out our home, and it paid for all of our expenses on a trip to Mexico City. So go and give it a try. It might just change your life just like it did mine. And I really do mean that. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Welcome to Nonfiction Friday. This is an excerpt from Chapter 4 of Short-Term Rental, Long-Term Wealth by Avery Carl. You can find out more about the book at biggerpockets.com slash strbook. Don't reinvent the wheel. There are numerous Airbnb gurus out there who will charge you an arm and a leg to tell you to spend an extra $50,000 on your vacation rental in order to set it apart to maximize income. I can always tell when a client has been through one of these guru courses because they always have some outrageous suggestions on what they should do with the property in order to augment cash flow. In one instance... We were standing in a new construction log cabin with custom fixtures, furniture, everything. It even had a putting green room already installed. The client then asked me if I had a contractor who could add portholes to the wall separating the putting green room and the game room. I asked him what he meant, and he said, you know, portholes, like a cruise ship, and maybe a ball pit in this corner and an indoor slide over there, and we will rip this floor out and put in a floor of pillows. It'll rent like crazy. A custom five-bedroom cabin with a view of the Great Smoky Mountains will rent like crazy the way it is, without going through all that time and expense. I asked him why he wanted to cut holes in brand new, freshly painted alpine log walls. 
Oh, I went to Guru X's course and he said, you have to really set yourself apart. He has clients with full Star Wars themed houses. <laughs> the client paid several thousand dollars for this person to tell him he needed to turn a beautiful cabin in the Great Smoky Mountains into a McDonald's play place in order to maximize ROI. Tourists come to the Great Smoky Mountains to rent cabins in the Great Smoky Mountains. The point being, all you have to do is select a property that embodies the general expectation of tourists in the market. When tourists visit mountain areas, they just want a cabin. When tourists visit beach markets, they just want a nice condo or beach house. It's very easy to get caught up in over-improvements. Going too crazy with a community of tiny houses or tree houses or glamping structures or whatever type of alternative property is featured on HGTV right now, treads a very fine line between a vanity project and an investment. Speaking of which, the tiny homes, tree houses, glamping structures, and shipping container houses are all the rage, but I have yet to see anyone successfully execute these ideas. Even if they did, it would take a lot more time and resources than simply buying a property that fits the expectations of the market. You're an investor. Just make the investment. There are no prizes for creativity. Which brings me to my next point. Keep your emotions out of it. Keeping your emotions out of LTR investments is easy. Keeping your emotions out of STR investments is harder. Why? Because they're fun. If you're searching at a beach or mountain market, you are bound to start picturing your family vacationing or spending holidays in the property. Do your absolute best to keep thoughts like this at bay. As soon as you allow your emotions, and in turn your personal preferences, to creep into your decision-making, your ROI can decrease before you even make the offer. It comes down to the basic rule of keeping business and pleasure separate. If you try to combine the two, your income will suffer because you'll want to use the property for your own purposes. Just focus on what rents the best. Keep your investor mindset and analysis, not your desire to impress your friends with your cool beach house, at the forefront when making investment decisions. Gross means gross. STR investors have different opinions of what gross income means or should include when quoting rental history. Many will say gross should include only price per night and should disregard cleaning fees or taxes. Some say that gross should include taxes but not cleaning fees. I call these numbers hybrid gross numbers. So what's the right answer? Gross means all money's coming in. Therefore, in my opinion, cleaning fees should always be included in gross numbers because there is income built into the cleaning fees. I call these true gross numbers. Many STR investors charge their guests a significantly higher cleaning fee than what they are charged by their housekeepers. For example, a housekeeper charges $100 per cleaning. The owner charges a $150 cleaning fee to the guests, and the property is cleaned an average of five times per month. That extra 50 bucks per cleaning adds up to $3,000 in income per year. Why is that $3,000 not allowed to count toward gross income? Those who believe it shouldn't count are missing out on a significant piece of income. Another reason why true gross and not hybrid gross needs to be quoted 
is that most online booking platforms send homeowners a 1099 at the end of the year. These 1099s are based on true gross income. In other words, when analyzing an STR, it's important to know the true gross income because Uncle Sam is going to expect his cut of the true gross, not hybrid gross, at the end of the year. There you have it. You can find a link to that article in the show description. Sometimes the discussions in the comments section are just as insightful as the article itself. Enjoy the rest of the weekend, and don't worry, we've got more shows in the pipeline to get you in the right state of mind going into this next week.